Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. We're in the middle of an amazing series on the message to the Hebrews. Today, Jesus, the giver of rest. In fact, the whole book of Hebrews is about Jesus. And you'll be blessed, I'm sure, as we study together today. So welcome to Hope Sabbath School. Welcome to the team. I love this book of Hebrews. Isn't it amazing? Mm. It Given is. under inspiration of God, we're glad you're here. And we want to welcome some team members joining us remotely. Haiti, want to welcome you from South Carolina. Good to see you here on the team today. Puya, good to see you from Hawaii again. Glad you're here. And Shana, great state of Maine. We're glad you're with us, Shana. You know, it's really a blessing when we can gather together, not just uh, the team members, but you also as our Hope Sabbath School members. By the way, before I read the emails, we have a special gift for you during this series. Hebrews is all about Jesus, and we're offering a special resource for you on the teachings of Jesus, what he taught about himself, and important themes that will bless your life. So all you have to do is go to hopetv.org slash hopess. That's our website. And in the center of the screen, you'll see free gift. Click on it. You'll get the option for a digital audio book or a PDF that will help you to learn more about Jesus. Hebrews is all about him. Well, let's hear some emails. Here's one from Iris in Ohio in the United States. She says, Thank you for Hope Sabbath School. By the way, you know we have a diverse viewing audience. Here, this one was new. My husband and I and our two dogs love watching your show. That was a first for me. Such wonderful teachings and joyous music. God bless you all for giving so many wonderful blessings with your insight and spiritual encouragement. Well, Iris and your husband and your two dogs, we're glad you're part of our Hope Sabbath School family. Andrew and Mylene write to us from Australia. They say, thank you for the messages you share around the world about Jesus coming again. Sadly, a lot of people are distracted with this world's affairs to even ponder about the importance and reality of eternity, which can only be found in Jesus. But, writes Andrew and Mylene, for those who are searching, Truth is not withheld, and their eyes are not dimmed. <laughs> we pray that we focus our eyes always on Jesus, so the earth's polluted mists will not cloud our view of God's love and His heavenly promises. Amen? Amen. They sound a little bit like poets, don't they? Yes. I want to thank Andrew and Mylene for writing to us. Thank you for being part of our Hope Sabbath School family. Here's a real note. It's from a donor in Florida, actually a donor couple in Florida. And they say, our family would like to thank you for your efforts for the Lord's work. We'd also like to do our small part in supporting those efforts. Please accept this token to assist with Hope Sabbath School. Our plans for future support will continue as we're able. We're looking forward to enjoying all your programming and feel truly blessed. Keep the blessings coming. Mm -hmm. We especially like the approach with Hope Sabbath School, how it's conducted. With all the participation, we feel we're included <laughs> and part of the study. Our prayers are with you and a gift of $300 to bless Hope Sabbath School. I just want to say thank you to the couple in Florida. You know who you are because I just read your note. But to each one, 
Thank you for your support for this donor-supported ministry. If you'd like to be part of the miracle, impacting the world for Jesus, just go to hopetv.org slash hopess, and there, click on the donate button, or you can go directly, hopetv.org slash donate. It will get you there one way or another. Thanks for being part of this ministry. Mamusa writes from Zimbabwe. And Mamusa says, Thank you for the wonderful Hope Sabbath School discussions. I truly enjoy the interactive way you do the studies. Your beautiful smiles are like rays of sunshine to a world in perplexity from the pandemic. God bless you all. Well, Mamusa, we smile back to you, my brother. Thank you for writing to us uh, from Zimbabwe. One last note from Daisy in Kenya. Daisy says, May God bless Hope Sabbath School. I call it Bible study made easy. <laughs> it simplifies the study of the Bible, makes it easy to understand. I've been blessed more with the scripture songs. May God bless you all and the good work you're doing. Amen. Well, Daisy, we thank you for your email. And actually, we need your help right now to sing our theme song. It's taken from Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Such an appropriate song for this message to the Hebrews, all about Jesus, our wonderful Savior. Let's sing the song together. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your iniquities. Bless His holy name, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, bless His holy name, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction. Around you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless His holy name. Bless 
Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the message to the Hebrews, inspired by the Holy Spirit and preserved for us today. And today, as we study about Jesus, the giver of rest, I pray that we do more than learn about the rest that Jesus offers, but that each one of us would choose to accept the rest that only Jesus can offer. Rest for our souls. May the Holy Spirit guide in our study of the Word of God today, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to begin our study not in Hebrews, but in the book of Exodus. You say, Derek, why are we going to do that? Well, the book of Hebrews talks about the Hebrew journey, doesn't it? Mm. And we're going to see what God intended for the Hebrews as they've been liberated from Egypt as they were coming toward the Promised Land. Exodus 33 and verse 14. Lavinia, would you start our study today? Exodus 33 and verse 14. What was God's uh, desire for His people as He brought them out of bondage? I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. All right. When they go, by the way, how long does it take them to make that short journey from Egypt to Canaan, John? Forty years. Forty yeah. years of wandering because of unbelief. But we'll see the purpose, Travis, if you could take us to Joshua chapter 1 and verse 13. The purpose of God doesn't change. Mm. <laughs> what does it say there in the book of Joshua chapter 1 and verse 13? And then I have a question for us. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. All right, so the goal is rest. Now I have a question. Haiti, maybe you can start our discussion. Maybe this is multidimensional, but what kind of rest is the Lord wanting to give to His people? Not only back then, but even, even today. So back then, first of all, He was trying to give them rest from literal slavery. Mm -hmm. And now He wants to free us from the bondage of sin and from the weight of, of the sinful world, all of the things that happen to us, illnesses, issues with work, with school, with relationships. He wants to give us peace and rest from those things. Okay, I, I wonder if he wanted to give them rest too, but let's, let's go back to them first, shall we? Would you agree with Haiti? He wanted to give them rest from the bondage of slavery. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah. But, yeah. but what other rest did he want to even back then mm. give to the children of Israel? Travis? Well, I think we often use a term, especially in the English, English language, we'll say, rest assured that I am going to do this. And there's an assurance with that, using that in conjunction. And, okay. and so it's almost like a promise like you, that we can move forward and just like... He, God is going to take care of us. God is going, we, we can rely on Him. All right. Lavinia, I know you've got a little one, right? That idea of resting, they've been abused in slavery for generations. So we're not just talking about physical rest, right? 
He wants to give them spiritual rest as well. In order for him to impart his law, teach them his ways, he needs to free them from the physical hardships that they face mm -hmm. and bring them to a peaceful, solitary environment mm. so that they can accept and uh, what he is trying to bestow on them. So would that be emotional rest too, if you've been abused for generations? Yeah. Sabina? No, for sure. I can only imagine, you know, how much they have suffered uh, emotionally also, not only for their own sake, but also watching their fellow brothers, sisters, children right. going through all that abuse. Uh, that's probably created an impression in their heart that is hard to remove unless God can really work through those traumas. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's been through those kind of traumas, but, but that idea of finally resting mm. in God uh, sounds uh, very appealing, doesn't it, Pedro? It does. I, I look at the rest in a, a sense of pressure, you know, knowing that God is in control. You know, that's what God was trying to do, giving the ability for them to recognize, I'm in charge, I, I'm in control now. You can lay back and relax. You don't have to worry about the things. So God was giving those three aspects that we've been mentioning, the physical, the mental, and the spiritual rest, and saying, take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm in charge now. Daddy's here. <laughs> and certainly we would agree with Haiti that, that there's powerful applications for our lives today, right? Mm -hmm. Wanting to experience more than just a, a cessation of activity or even a cessation of trouble, mm -hmm. but actually finding emotional and spiritual rest in God. Mm -hmm. It reminds me Later, many generations later, of course, when Messiah comes, that beautiful promise, I was going to share it later in the study, but I'm impressed to start right at the beginning with it. Jason, in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, maybe someone watching Hope Sabbath School today doesn't know much about Jesus, and Hebrews is all about him, isn't it? Because we'll discover that uh, rest can be available and not be received. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God wants His people then and now to experience rest. Read that beautiful promise of Jesus, if you would, in Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. I have the New King James Version here. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Hmm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm -hmm. We'll come back to that invitation later, but that's the, that really what this study is all about. For your soul. Mm -hmm. Hebrews is all about Jesus, mm -hmm. and Jesus wants to give us rest. Amen. Now, when he's leading them out of captivity, he, he reminds them, one of the commandments begins with the word remember. Yeah. He reminds them of a gift given at creation, and Puya, I'm going to ask you to read that. I know you may be very familiar with Exodus 20, but again, someone may be hearing it for the first time. Someone might be going, why do you call it Hope Sabbath School? Well, the word Sabbath means rest, doesn't it? Hmm. But uh, take a look, uh, Puya, at Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11, a reminder of, of the rest that the Creator wants to give, um, a reminder every week. Mm-hmm. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. 
Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Now I have a question for you. Shana, would it be possible to faithfully observe the Sabbath day and not experience rest for your soul? Mm. Is that possible? Well, um, it's virtually impossible, actually. So you, to, would, you would say if you truly experience Sabbath, uh, that you would experience rest for your soul? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. The problem is that the children of Israel kept the Sabbath mm-hmm. throughout their wilderness wanderings, mm-hmm. and yet we'll see a problem. Well, mm-hmm. let's take a look at it. Sabina, could mm-hmm. you take us to Hebrews chapter 3? verses 12 to 19. Now, by the way, (laughs) lest you think we're just being negative about the children of Israel in the time of Moses, uh, we could all fall into the same trap Mm -hmm. of not Mm -hmm. experiencing rest in Jesus that he wants, Mm -hmm. right? Very much. Read read to us, if you would, Sabina, from Hebrews 3, verses 12 to 19. Okay, I'll be reading from the New King James Version in Hebrews 3, 12 to 19 says... Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, while it is said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now, with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Hmm. Now, I have a profound question. What is the most serious act of unbelief? Is it it that we don't stop working on the seventh day, the Sabbath day? Is that it? What what was the unbelief that kept them out, out of the blessing of God? Pedro? Well, I look into the unbelief, you know, I look at a simple story. Imagine if you if you ask if I ask you to do something for me, uh, fix my car or something. And, and I can't you, do that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> but imagine if before you come, I already start working because I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the question of belief is saying it is here to you to do it. And I take my I take a side and I take that rest and allow you to do the, the work that you promised that you will do. Mm-hmm. So the unbelief is not trusting the promise of God, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. We find a... a classic example of that when the 12 spies are sent out to spy out the land. It's recorded in the book of Numbers. And they come back. How many of them would agree that it was a good land? Only two. 
All of them all said them. it was good. Oh, oh, oh. They all said it was a good land. Right. Okay, okay. But then 10 of them said what? What did they say really? We'll never be able to take it. Mm. We don't we, believe. Come on, Jason, say we it We don't loud. believe that God has given us the power to take yeah. it. We can. Okay. God can give we it. We do it. not yeah. believe yeah. what God has said can happen. Mm. 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 Now, there were two individuals who actually became very famous mm. in the history of Israel, right? Yeah. There were two individuals who said, we will trust the promises of God. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look at a portion of the story in Numbers. Shana, could you read for us from Numbers chapter 14, verses 6 through 9? There were two individuals who said, we will trust the promise of God. Mm-hmm. Like he's already done it. We, we will believe that. Uh, Shana, how does num- Numbers 14, verses 6 through 9 read? Yes, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, Then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Mm. Do not fear them. Powerful testimony. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yet that unbelief, would hold the people of God back from entering into rest. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I would even say that it was even worse than unbelief. They actually believed 10 men over God. So they they trusted man instead of God. So the author of Hebrews, and we talked about in an earlier study, in the King James Version it says, uh, well, let me read it to you. I've got it here at at the beginning of my new King James. It says, the header, the epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Hebrews. Well, I know in many early manuscripts it just says to the Hebrews, Mm -hmm. but many Christian scholars believe it was indeed the Apostle Paul who wrote it. Nobody knew the history of the Hebrews better than Saul of Tarsus, right? He said, I was a Hebrew of the Hebrews, right? So he knew that history, and he knew that Mm -hmm. even though God was saying, I want to give you rest, Mm -hmm. I want to give you rest, and, and later Jesus will say, I will give you rest. Same thing. Yes. that they didn't enter in. Let's look and see mm. how Hebrews describes that uh, invitation to enter into rest. Hebrews chapter 4. Jason, could you read verses 6 through 11 for us? I have the New King James Version here. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 6 through 11. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time as it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased 
from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. Now, this is not talking about doing away with the Sabbath and giving you another day, okay? It's talking about an experience of resting in mm. God. Mm. Yeah. The Sabbath becomes a weekly reminder yes. mm-hmm. of the need to find rest in God and the invitation of Jesus. Come and find rest for your souls. Soul. Right. As a weekly reminder of that. But mm-hmm. this rest, we need to choose to experience the rest. What was the word? Today. 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 Why is that important, John? Why, why does he say today? Uh, if you hear his voice. Today is all we have. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not promised. We have today. So you're saying without living in fear, don't put off an essential decision, which is to rest in God, right? To rest in in Jesus as New Mm -hmm. Testament Christians. Don't put off till tomorrow something that you need to do today and... Today and today today. until Jesus comes. Sabina? And what I'm thinking also, Pastor Derek, these people there back in the day when they were in the desert, they had that one opportunity to make the right choice. Unfortunately, not always we are going to have another today to to choose right. Mm -hmm. And what we saw in their case is that they lost their opportunity of having that rest that they would experience in Canaan. God, obviously, He's extending the promise to us as He renewed His covenant, and we still have now the opportunity to say yes, but we don't want to miss on that like they missed, right? Mm. You know, and I don't know, maybe I'll get a hundred emails, and Puyo, I'll come to your point in just a minute. I don't think that we need to assume that all of the people who perished in the wilderness were lost. Mm. Mm. I believe many of them repented, but, but there was a consequence. Yes. For not trusting in the promise of God to enter in, exactly. right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us. He's a good God, isn't Amen. He? Yes. And I'm so thankful for that. But, but it had an impact on their life and on their families. Yes, yes. yes. yes Puya. Yes, as I'm trying to think of how this uh, becomes a practical lesson for our lives today, I am reminded of my own experience when I think about the promised land and going into heaven. Um, I used to be so afraid of the end times, you know, because I learned from the Bible there'll be times of tribulation. And I question myself if I'll make it through the the times of trouble that is coming. And I would lose all my assurance of salvation and after studying this story again God has opened my eyes to see that my focus should not be on whether I am going to make it through my own performance Mm. but rather trust in God that he'll carry me through and I believe that is the same lesson that God wanted them to learn that uh, we should not depend on our own strength and our own uh, performance or righteousness or our own strength to conquer the enemy, but trust in the promise of God that He'll carry us through. And I find this to be so practical even today as we are about to enter our heavenly Canaan. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, you Puya, and thank you for that beautiful smile, because mm-hmm. that was the testimony yes. that you believe in the rest uh, that Jesus can give us. Sure. Yes, Haiti. I was going to add um, also to what you were saying that 
their decision to not believe didn't just affect them because unfortunately Joshua and Caleb also had to wait the 40 years mm. before they were able to enter Canaan. Mm. And yes, the Lord blessed them and the Lord made Joshua the new leader, the new successor to Moses, but they had to wait too. So we need to understand that sometimes our our um, disbelief and our lack of faith in God can have impacts even on other individuals. Yes. You're so, so right, Haiti. Thanks for pointing that out. Now, I have a question for you. If it's obvious that rest in Jesus is the best way to go, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, he's offering us physical rest, yep. but also emotional and spiritual rest now and for eternity. Yes. Why in the world would anybody uh, turn away in disbelief? Mm. Why would why people do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Or maybe when I get old, maybe, you know, when I'm half dead, maybe then I'll think about why do people turn away in disbelief when when rest for our souls in Jesus mm-hmm. is such a precious gift? Mm-hmm. Sabina? Mm-hmm. Pastor Derek, the Bible says that even though we trust God and we live for Him and He blesses us, still we would go through tribulations. And that's exactly what was going through with the people to whom Paul is addressing the letter, the Hebrews. So we know from the letter that they were going through persecution. They were losing, um, you know, their homes. They were eventually losing their lives for that. And we, at some times, when we look at those tribulations, we have a hard time believing that God will still come through and save us, right? I think we are, it's much easier for we to believe in things that we are seeing immediately. We are so immediatist that we cannot mm-hmm. trust in the future that God has already promised He's going to come about. So I think part of that is this, you know, uh, just kind of short-sightedness that we experience in life in face of tribulation. All right, short-sightedness, because if we would look at the big picture, everyone needs a Savior, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone needs a Savior, Lavinia and then Pedro. I think for different people, there are different reasons. For some, perhaps it's perhaps it's not an intentional turning away. Mm -hmm. It's just competing interests, competing priorities in a busy world, and um, the things of God get drowned out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for others, it may be that it's just too easy just to have faith and and leave the results with God. Mm -hmm. It, It takes away our ability to orchestrate our circumstances. To be in control. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pedro? Well, I look into the aspect of uh, com- uh, commitment. You know, God is asking us to have a commitment. We need to surrender to Him in order for Him to give us the rest. We need to give our worries, our burdens. And, and you know, we just read, we read earlier Matthew 11. You know, we have to give our burden so He can give our lighter burden. Uh, so that requires commitment, but also requires relationship. We need to engage in relationship with Him. To trust Him requires uh, a daily commitment, and that commitment it's uh, it's something that we need to give in. It's time. It's something that we're we sometimes we're limited to, but God says, "I can give you eternal life if you trust Me." Mm-hmm. And we, we can't create our own rest, but but you're saying we do have a choice, mm-hmm. and that sounds like it's a daily choice, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Puya? Yeah. Uh, Pastor Derek, I believe you asked a very good question there. And I believe for many people, the reason why we reject to accept God's um, invitation to rest is because we have a wrong view of God. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Right. I go back to the, the, the story in the garden before, before mankind fell into sin. The, the core issue was believing a lie that God is not as good as who he says he is. Mm. And so even today, I, I believe for many people, we see God as an angry tyrant who doesn't have the best interest for us. But once, I believe, if, if we're willing to open our hearts and the Holy Spirit um, removes that barrier, I believe many, many more people would actually want to enter into that rest and not reject it. If only they see God in His uh, correct light and understanding. Mm. If they catch a picture of the immeasurable, unfailing love of God, why wouldn't they want to find rest for their souls? Right, Shana? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of a former study that we did, Rest in Christ, And we did talk about living in a 24-7 society. And the mindset of living in this 24-7 society is that rest is for the weak. Um, And that's that's a mindset that's perpetuated or that's sort of not necessarily encouraged, but it's it's somewhat fueled throughout that the more successful people don't necessarily take time out for rest because they're always working, working, working. Mm. And so um, I'd say that some people may feel that if if I accept this rest that Christ is offering, I'm going to be weak or soft or or not as um, ambitious as as the rest of the people in the world around me. And it's easy, Shana, I think, to take that attitude of our culture into even our relationship with God, right? Oh, yeah. And to feel like, uh, yeah, we're, we, mm-hmm. we, we're not supposed to rest. By the way, it would be possible, actually, would it not, to be involved in a lot of religious activity and still not find rest for your soul? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got some yeah. good news. Pedro, I'm going to ask you to read on in chapter 4 of Hebrews, verse 16, <laughs> because someone might be saying, I need help, you know, I need rest for my soul, but I either try to run my own life, Lavinia, right, kind of control everything, or I easily get distracted by all the things around me. Um, Pedro, what good news do we find in Hebrews 4.16? I'll be reading from the New King James Version, uh, Hebrews 4.16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Mm. So, you say, I'm feeling restless. I mean, I know I'm, I've committed my heart to Jesus, but I don't feel like I'm experiencing that fullness of rest He desires for me. What's the solution? Anybody? Haiti, what's the solution? <laughs> yeah, could it happen to a Christian feeling a little restless, yeah. everything in the, happening yeah. in the culture? What's the solution? Absolutely. The solution is to go to Jesus. Pause. <laughs> No matter what your, mm-hmm. is going on in your life, if it's work, if it's school, if it's too many religious commitments and obligations, mm-hmm. stop and go to the throne of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Hey, Sabina, and then I want to ask, how do I know he's going to accept me? And that's in the previous mm-hmm. verse we'll read in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Sabina? I was going to quote, I really like how Paul, he says, come boldly, because he's not saying, well, come kind of some distrust or trying to see if things are going to work out. He really encourages to trust fully. Just I imagine a child when they Mm. surrender. Come boldly. uh, 
Yes, exactly. To their parents in something that their parents request and they just believe that God is going to come through to them or like their parents would come through to them. And, and let me ask you to read the previous verse, Hebrews mm-hmm. 4.15, but it ties into what Pedro said earlier, this just complete trust mm-hmm. that what God says is true, that yes. His promises are true. Mm-hmm. And back to what uh, Puya said, that the character of God we've seen revealed most clearly in Jesus mm-hmm. is a God who loves us mm-hmm. with an immeasurable and unfailing love. Mm-hmm. Why would we not want to come boldly into His exactly. presence? But, mm-hmm. but let's look at verse 15 of Hebrews 4. Okay, so I'll be reading from the New King James Version, and it says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Give that to me in a short sentence. Jesus, what would the next word be? Shana, what do you think? Jesus, what? I was going to say what Puya just said. He he understands. He knows. Mm. If anyone knows, Jesus knows. All right. Jesus understands. Jesus, what's that word we have? Empathizes. Sympathize. Right? right. Now, he may not have experienced the utter grief and shame that we do with willful transgression if we fall in sin, Mm -hmm. but he understands the pressure of Mm -hmm. living in a sin-damaged, sin-ravaged world, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So so he's waiting for us to come how? Boldly. Boldly. No reservation. No reservation, no hesitation. Pedro? No, I have a little one at home, and, and every time that something happens, you know, I, I, I can't see her reaction. And, and I always try to mimic something to her as my reaction that will be positive so she can find comfort in me. You know, my wife and I, we try to, to bring an environment that she can find safety at home. Mm-hmm. And when she does something wrong, or if she, even she falls and hurt herself, she want to know that we are there for her, and we love her, and we want to be with her uh, regardless of the situation and our love for her is unconditional and the natural we've got we've got some parents here right the natural result of a of a child who has a loving relationship with a parent if they are in a either a dangerous or the, a painful situation is not to run to the urgent care <laughs> right or to run to the hospital how far away it is. The natural (laughs) response, if that loving relationship is there, is what? Running to mom and daddy. You run to the one who loves you. (laughs) (laughs) Trusting that somehow that that they can help you in your time of need. So testimony time. Uh, Puya, I'll let you make a comment first, but I want you to give me a testimony of a time when you did that. You said, man, I need to run. I need to run to Jesus and find help in my time of need. Puya? Yes. Um, to go back to your previous question, if someone is not able to experience rest, even within uh, church, right, church setting, I believe um, I, I, would, I would recommend that friend to reassess his or her view of God once again uh, is is. Is it you know? Could it be that your view of God is someone that needs to be a peace, mm-hmm. which is giving you that burden in your soul, uh, that feeling of not you know being enough, not being good enough to appease God? And so, if you can reassess your view, because 
if I may share a quick testimony here too, because for a long time, I used to see God as someone that I need to appease uh, based on my performance, and that did not give me rest. <laughs> uh, but until I came to that 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 assurance, that finding that rest in Jesus, that it's not based on my performance that God loves me. God loves me regardless of my performance. And when I come to that place, it gives me that rest that I need where my burdens of the soul roll away and I can finally rest in assurance that God's going to take care of me. So, so thank you for sharing that. And that was part... Uh, explanation and part testimony. Well, I appreciated that so much. Mm -hmm. A time when you said, I'm going to believe the promises of God that, that He wants to give me rest. And Jesus restated that about as clearly as anyone could, right? Mm -hmm. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you will find rest for your souls. Give me a time when you said, I'm going to trust the promise of God, and I'm going to run to Jesus, mm -hmm. that I would find mercy and grace to help in time of need. Mm -hmm. Run boldly, right, mm -hmm. Sabina? Yeah. Can someone give me a time when, when uh, you, you chose to make that decision? Mm. Yes, John. I'd be happy to share when I, when I reached to the point where I rested in what Jesus had already finished or accomplished for me was the greatest rest. Mm. I had been under some uh, turmoil, some uh, stress, not only about my future, uh, but where I was at, at the present time. And uh, there was uh, just a restlessness mm. about me, even in my spiritual goings about. Mm. But it, when I understood that what Christ wanted to give me the assurance or the rest and what He has already accomplished for me, it came through <laughs> uh, friends interceding for me, of course, my parents, mm. and just really the realization. Uh -huh. And it was just a realization um, that I am resting in what Christ has already accomplished for me, and He's got my future in His hands. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. Yes. Uh, and we've got to get past, uh, like Puya said, all of these lies of the enemy mm. that say, you're too bad, you can't come, um, you're not worthy, God won't accept you. We're going to break past all of those lies and, and come and find rest for our souls. Mm -hmm. Sabina and then Shana. Pastor Derek, about seven years ago, I was still back living in Brazil. And I had a solid job. I really enjoyed myself with what I was doing. But God started really impressing me to quit my job and to, to pursue further ministry. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was such a a moment of big decisions in my life that I had to make. I was afraid of quitting my job and eventually, you know, be doing the worst decision of my entire life while I was in an ascending career, right? And dropping that to go into ministry and missions and pursue further service. Uh, and I remember one day I was just crying with all the restlessness within me. And I said, Lord, please just give me some evidence that you are with me in that. Please speak to me, speak to people around me. And long story short, he orchestrated things around. He provided resources to me, money. That After that, the, the uh, night 
uh, of crying. I went to my work and my manager invited me to talk to her about something and she gave me news about something that was going on in a project. There was the exact confirmation that I needed to receive from God mm. that he was with me. It was like immediately one in the day. It was. It's hard for me even to fathom how this could have happened at, at the moment. <laughs> so I also believe that God, He is invested in helping us, just as Pedro sure. was saying, helping us to manage those situations of restlessness. And after that, I just pursued boldly what He had asked me to do. I quit my job and here I am. There's a long story that what happened after that, but I knew He was with me. At the moment, it was hard to believe, but I stepped into that promised land and I think He's <laughs> continue to guide me. So, And we're glad you're on the Hope Sabbath School team. I'm, I'm but, but back to earlier, it took a choice. It took. I'm going to choose to rest in the promises of God. Shana. My story is somewhat a little similar to Sabina's. Um, I'm thinking back to my first year as a teacher. And this was being a teacher in an inner city, which is a place that um, is it's a very tough place to live. And I was not much older than my students. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very difficult. And day in and day out, I'm working and, and making myself busy and trying to, to reach these students, trying to build relationships with these students, trying to help them to understand me so that I can understand them. And I'll never forget one day I, I got home from work and I just was just on the ground crying my eyes out because it was just so much and I'm like Jesus I need your help please <laughs> um, and you know it it was that moment of really submission um, of, of letting go of trying to work things out trying to be in control of, of how I build relationships with this one and that one and how I reach that one and I'll never forget that the week after, um, it, it's like my classroom had Jesus himself in there. It was one of the <laughs> calmest places ever where before the students were really you know, all over the place and, and really reactive. Um, and they listened more and, and they tried to get to know me as I tried to get to know them and and things just started looking up. And so it was really in, in that moment of, of just submitting to the rest that he has and that he promises, because he knows those those children. He made them. And wow. so um, reaching them through me was, was um, really a blessing, or reaching them for me too yeah. was, was a blessing. Shane, I want to thank you for your testimony. You know, a lot of people look at, at us as part of the team and say, you just don't understand. You have a pain-free, stress-free, trouble-free life. Wow. And to think, Shana, laying on the floor weeping and saying, Jesus, I need your help. A lot of us can relate. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Hope Sabbath School members can relate too. Now, we need to be realistic. I want someone to read for us Hebrews 11, 13 to 16. Uh, Haiti, maybe you could read that for us, Hebrews 11, 13 sure. to 16. Because I just want to say that uh, even though we choose to run to Jesus, Sabina, find rest for our souls, we haven't yet entered into the final rest. We're still living in a troubled world, right? Mm -hmm. We'll yep. see things around us that bring sadness to our hearts. Yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a promise, Haiti. Could you read Hebrews 11:13 to 16? Yes. 
And I'll be reading from the New King James Version, and it says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland, and truly if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, mm. for he has prepared a city for them. <laughs> so, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, who, by the way, even now intercedes on our behalf as our great high priest, and knowing that's our, our final rest, right? Our final destiny. Mm -hmm. Between now and then, he wants us to find rest for our souls. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to ask this question because we talked earlier about the gift of Sabbath as a time to remember that we need to find rest in Jesus. And by the way, we need that rest every day, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But the Sabbath is that reminder. What would you say to someone if they came and said, uh, you know, I think what you're talking about here Jason, rest in Christ is so important. Uh, I don't need Sabbath to do that. I just choose to rest in Christ every day. So I would say that's great that you're resting in Christ every day, but look at what Christ himself has said. Christ said, I gave you this day. This is a gift to specifically spend time with me. So yeah, you can say I'm resting in Christ every day, but why not rest the way Christ has asked you to rest, which is giving you this special gift? Uh, and if you read the commandment, which is in Exodus 20 and in uh, Deuteronomy also, chapter 5, um, it says six days, Lavinia, you're working, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're caring for your family and doing all of those things. So we want to rest then, but it's, it's a kind of a, a busy time while we're still finding rest. Yeah. The Sabbath becomes a sacred place yeah. to remember to rest in Christ, doesn't it, Pedro? One, one beautiful thing that we have, always have to remind ourselves is, yes, we can find some rest on this earth. Yes, we can uh, find some unwinding places that we can have in this, uh, in this world. We can get uh, some, some rest in our phones, in our, in our homes, in our bed, in our sofas. But the Sabbath reminds us who can really give us rest. Mm. And that's why God wants to remember, you can get some type of, uh, of, of appeal that will, will solve your problem momentaneous, but you're going to catch on and continue to uh, struggle as you continue on that journey. Mm. God says, I want to give you rest that is not only give you rest that right now, but you're going to have rest when you're struggling. And that's the beauty of God. God wants to give a rest that even during difficult times you can be at peace with him. Mm -hmm. uh. Yes, Sabina. And also the Sabbath is not just about oneself. It's about others. Mm. As God is not calling us to find rest in him only, but also to offer rest to other people, mm. especially when it concerns to work, for instance. Even if Jason says that we have a working relationship, I say, okay, Jason, I'm going to keep resting, but you work. <laughs> so I'm hindering him from experience the, the rest as well. So I think we need to be looking not just for our own experience, yeah. but the fact that when God, he provides that context, yeah. 
It's so that everybody together can experience that peaceful moment mm -hmm. of detaching from other things that if we don't have this agreement in common, some people will be left away from the opportunity of resting. Right? It's interesting in yeah. the commandment, it does speak about all the people that live in your home and even the visitor, yeah. right? Yeah. The stranger. So God wants them to experience that rest in Him mm -hmm. or to use New Testament, Testament language, to know that Jesus wants to give them rest for their souls too, right? Yes. So it's not yeah. just about us. Yeah. Not just about us. Shana? I'm just thinking back to what Sabina was saying. Resting in Christ is also resting like Christ. And if we look in the Gospels of, of how He rested when He was on earth, it was through ministering to others on the Sabbath. Mm. And so... Um, it wasn't only specifically on the Sabbath that he ministered to people, but but that was a very special day, and he made it at creation, and so it it um, made it even more special that when he came to demonstrate how to live life for us on Earth, that he observed the Sabbath as well, and so it's it's important to recognize yeah. that we have to rest on the Sabbath too. You know, confession time, Puya. I'll come to your comment. If, if God had not given us the gift of Sabbath, would some of us be working seven days a week? Oh, yeah. 24-7, right? Oh, yeah. uh, and, and I think we need, yeah. we need to just say, God, this is not given as a burden or a religious obligation, mm -hmm. but as a gift from a loving Creator. Mm -hmm. Yes. Puyo, you had your hand raised. Yes, uh, just to pick up on what you just said there, Pastor Derek. If if someone is saying that I'm I'm resting in Jesus every day, I don't need the Sabbath. I believe I I would say to that person, maybe you don't understand what the Sabbath is all about, right? Because Jesus Himself said, I believe in Mark chapter two, He said, "The Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath." So if you're resting in Jesus, it should be automatic that you're also resting in the Sabbath because uh, the Sabbath, uh, Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. It, it makes sense to, uh, to, to be in that loving relationship and to follow Jesus because He is the Lord of the Sabbath. It's all about Jesus. So I'd like you to imagine, if you read the Scriptures, it seems clear that the Sabbath will be present even in the new earth. Mm -hmm. mm. yeah. All right? So we've, we're redeemed. And the Sabbath uh, is a sacred reminder of our Creator and our Redeemer. Mm -hmm. How do you think you'll spend your first Sabbath? There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. You say, Derek, I'll just be so happy to be there. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But just think about that for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think you'll spend those sacred hours? Mm. Anybody have a thought? I don't know right or wrong answer here, Travis. Well, there's no doubt it will be with Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Jesus will be our speaker that day, right? He, mm. he, uh, I don't know what he will say, but I know the one thing I can't wait to sit and to listen and to hear the music, uh, the angels singing. I just look forward to that day of, of fellowship with our Creator. Yeah. Mm. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Mm -hmm. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture right. and the sheep of His hand. Mm. Mm -hmm. Amazing how this is going to be. Got a few short yeah. comments. Pedro? 
I think that would be a true rest because there would n- nothing to worry about. I don't have to worry about assignments. I don't have to worry about <laughs> appointments. I don't have to worry about anything. It's going to be just mm. me and the Lord mm. spending that quality time and relationship mm. with the saints. Because yep. we're going to be together there. Uh, we will be. Lavinia? I was going to say something similar. You won't have to worry about unplugging from your, <laughs> your usual commitments, uh, but it will be time where you can spend face-to-face mm-hmm. with your Savior, mm-hmm. communicating and making up for all the times on earth where you had questions and wish that mm. you could receive that instantaneous feedback. You'll be able to do that without rushing because you have eternity. Home at last. Wow. Yeah. But he, Jesus wants us to experience that rest now. Shana, short comment. I'm just thinking my favorite parts of Sabbath here on earth, I can't imagine what it will be like in heaven, are praise and worship. So I'll be singing to Jesus, um, fellowship and having that heavenly food, which will far surpass cuisine on this earth. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great day. And what I want to just remind you of as we close our study today, mm-hmm. Jesus wants you to be there with Him. Amen. He wants to give you rest for your soul, not only ultimately, but even today. Come to Him, weary and heavy laden, and you will find rest for your soul. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you for the message to the Hebrews. Jesus is the center of this book. He is the giver of true rest. Thank you that we can run to Jesus, come boldly to the throne of grace. And I pray that as we experience the rest, that we would praise you with a joyful heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. Don't forget that free gift. Go to hopetv.org slash hopess. Click on the free gift button. Learn more about Jesus who loves you with an immeasurable and unfailing love. Rejoice in His love today and go out and be a blessing to those around you.